Hi, everybody. Welcome to Savage Words Podcast. Those of you that don't know me, my name is Rainey Robinson, and I was lucky enough to be on three seasons of Dog and Beth on the Hunt. I was on Dog and Beth Fight for Their Lives on A&E, and I did a season on Dogs Most Wanted with one of my most favorite people on the planet, and that was Beth Chapman. Uh, those of you that are tuned in, I'm sure you recognize this sweet little nugget here. This is uh, Beth Chapman's baby, her firstborn girl, and you guys all know her as Cecily Chapman. Hi, sweetheart. Hi, how are oh, you? I'm good. You look so good. Thank you. You do too. I'm loving your hair, girl. Oh, thank you. My COVID cut, yes. Yeah, I love it. Lock it all in place. Rock it, rock it. <laughs> I'm lucky to get my eyebrows on straight, so we're good. <laughs> I got you. It's like I need a 12-pack of Aquanet. I'm Aquanet, right? Oh, well, you look good. You look so Thank good. You. Yeah. Thank you. How are you surviving the, um, the, the COVID kind of shutdown? Because you actually were one of the ones where your job was like placed on hold when COVID first hit, yeah? Oh, yeah. Um, basically, um, you know, it, it pretty much shut down right when I came back from uh, my California meet and greets. So I was only supposed to come home for a couple of weeks, rest, and then hit the road again. And in that two weeks, uh, you know, we pretty much got shut down immediately. We yeah. have so much tourists coming in that we were, they like jumped on it immediately and just shut us all down. I, I know that you guys, you know, Hawaii was very aggressive in like, and you guys have to be because, you know, I mean, I lived there for a while and that, that's all day, all day, every day is constant tourism. Yeah. So people right. are putting stuff in and, you know, then for the locals, there's a, there are a million people live in, uh, in a, on Oahu and that, right. like that can be problematic if lots and lots of people get sick. So, yeah. yeah, I know that you guys are doing, you're on the tier thing now, but have they reinstated your job or is that just been eliminated? Um, it's pretty much been eliminated. Um, you know, now everybody is kind of turning to more online. Yeah. And so stores are now going through cutting half of their staff, hotels, restaurants, yeah. Macy's, mm -hmm. that's where I was, you know, and I, I worked there at a really hard time. I think it was a good little like, oops, to get me going again. But then when it, hit and we all kind of got laid off again it, it totally sucked yeah i just saw the gap uh just closed i want to say it was like a third of their stores and yeah. you know it, this is just widespread like we've got to get it together we've got to you know get no, it's really devastating you drive down the road now and you just see all of the stores our local stores that just got they're all boarded up yeah. shut down temp um some say temporary those are the bigger companies but for the locals, we're getting the biggest hit from it because yeah, um, it's it's sad to go to the mall. I mean, you go to the mall and half the stores are closed. Half the stores, yeah, like they're gone and, forever. And, so. and those are large machines, you know. To you know, Neiman Marcus and you yeah. know uh, uh, Macy's and all of those. Those are large machines that are in yeah. you know all cities and they're in all states and you know, that's a lot of overhead to, you know, pay without anyone coming through the door. Well, let's hope, you know, let's hope the beginning of the year, you know, kind of shapes up a little bit. And, you know, I know that, you know, we're kind of, you know, either in or through the second. You're out, so, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and, um, So we're on tier two, 
Yeah. Uh, they're doing it in four tiers. So the one is basically nobody can go out. You can't do anything. Right. It could only be like with you and another person and they have to be in your household. Right. Now we're in tier two. But the thing is about this is their tier system is that at any time if they see spikes going. So they just brought tourism, tourism right. back. And because of that, I feel like this tier two, we're going to go back to tier one oh. because we're going to definitely get hit with a wave if we have a thousand people coming in every day. So it's almost automatic that we're, it's almost like they're setting us up to go back to locking down. So I know, but my hopes are not so strong when it comes to opening up Hawaii at all. It is a tough one because it's not, the virus is not going away. It's no. not going away. And so, you know, there are, you know, hopefully we can get, you know, an inoculation underway and at least, you know, kind of get this kind of tucked behind us. But yeah, it's been really, really tough. You know, even here in California, everyone's still confused. I mean, I know we have tiers too, but I don't even know what damn tier we're on. I feel like no, we're really. two, step, two steps up, one step, you know, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, so nobody knows. And that's the thing is like, we're so in the unknown that we just stay at home. Yeah, yeah. Hope for the best. Well, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to save this podcast was in honor of your mother's birthday, uh, which is 1029. And uh, this is her second uh, heavenly birthday. And I saved it for you. I appreciate um, that. Yeah, you know. It means the most to me, I think. You were... She loved you so much, Sess. You guys used to fight like cats and dogs, I'm telling you. Oh, for <laughs> sure. She was, she was like my big sister I never wanted. It was hilarious. But, you know, out of, like, out of, I, I was, when I was, I talked to Lisa the other day, I was saying how, you know, your mom had, like, different relationships with each one of the kids, you know. And hers with you was so super special. And I really felt like, uh, like, you were one of those treasures for her that, uh, she brought with her and she was going to take with her. You know what I mean? And you yes. guys did so much stuff together. And the thing is, is that uh, she could always count on you. And I said that at the service. And I meant that when I uh, kind of isolated you out uh, and I spoke about you, you guys had just a really, really special relationship. And I know that uh, towards the end, it was very, very hard and, but you really rose to the challenge. I mean, it is not easy taking care of someone that is terminally ill, that you know is going to pass, that it is your mother and, you know, your mom being, you know, a tad high strung. And, you know, it was so hard to find things that she liked and wanted to eat and that kind of stuff. And, you know, knowing that she was hungry and then not being able to eat. And it was very, very hard. And, you know, I know that you fulfilled a lot of things that you wanted to do and you fulfilled that for her and you stood there you stood there you spent the night with her in the hospital and i know that that oh yeah it was her. one of the challenging i think it's the most challenging things i think i ever faced was um like you said you know i i spent the most time with her and when i mean this i mean this like from my first memories with her were me with a head full of rollers on my way to uh, a beauty pageant as a baby looking at my mom and it was just me and her for so long and i think at that moment at the hospital i looked back on that and it was like you know it's just a huge reverse of 
roles, you know, it's like she took care of me my whole life. And I felt like at that moment, it was like I was having a baby. Yeah. And, but, but there, there was, was nothing I could do, you know. And so that only, was the hardest part. And not only was there nothing you could do, you know, you I don't think that you ever questioned it. it and and I and I know that she knew that about you. Like she knew that you would you you were always the kid that got in, rolled up her sleeves. What do we have to do? Yeah. What do we have to do? What furniture do we have to move? Do you want their house turned at a forty five? We have to like, beat up. You know, and, I'll give you the world. And she knew that. And, and not only did she know that, like it, I know that it gave her like the hugest source of comfort because when everything went awry, she could look over and, you know, and whether we were on the road or not on the road or whatever, she could always count on you. And I, I just know that, you know, that just meant a lot. It meant a lot to her. And I, I was just really grateful. I was grateful that you had that with her. And far from the ideal circumstances, but I was right. grateful. But I was grateful too. I mean, I was grateful that I did everything I could. And, you know, I stuck by her side no matter what. She could have been wrong. And I was still right here there, her biggest cheerleader on the side. Like, it's okay, mom. Fuck those guys. Like, I was that, I was her biggest fan. And because I knew that, um, you know, at any moment something can happen and so i felt obligated to just at least be there as much as i could yeah you know? and i think she was your biggest fan too i mean yeah. she loved you definitely yeah i mean she'd get this definitely. little twinkle in her eye when she'd talk about you or whatever and you know there were some really pivotal moments that you guys shared together that weren't shared with anyone else you know no no other you know chapman part and, uh, and I think that that really meant a lot to her. Like you were always like, you know, that thousand dollar bill in her pocket. You know what I mean? Like no matter what, everything. She was mine. And yeah. she was mine. Yeah. She I, was I, mine. I, she would bail me out of anything. Oh my God. Be in the worst trouble, she'd be right there on the dot. I mean, things that, the things that, you know, you and I went through, I was thinking like, she would just freak out if she knew. Yeah. And she would, she would take it in and she would assess it. And then she'd go, all right, I'll do yeah. it. Had it been anyone else, <laughs> it'd have been yeah. like, you I know, know I was just, almost the golden child. I got right? away with a lot. You got away, got away with, with murder, but at the same time, she was still super strict with me. So. But you gave a lot, you know what I mean? You yeah. gave a lot and you gave a lot to her and, and it was a lot of comfort. and. I mean, you were definitely her wingman. Let's go get her nails done. Let's go get this. Let's go. Get oh this. yeah, let's that. go shopping. Let's do this. Let's go. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. She loved that. I miss that a lot. It's um, it's weird now. It's weird now. I mean, I had a huge family, and now it's like it's just me and Maddie. Yeah. And so it's just like a total like life change. I feel like at first I missed. I would start cooking like ten pork chops. For why? I, I like, I still had it in my head, like, oh yeah, I gotta cook for everyone. Right. Move out of the way. Right. Like, but, it, you know, so I slowly have been able to like cook things. I'm so used to cooking things in bulk. Yeah. So my biggest challenge right now has been cooking things for little. Yeah. For you know? so, yeah. yeah. So it's totally, it's a game changer all the way. Yeah. Around. That's, that is a twat because you've known nothing else. You know what I mean? Right. You've known nothing else except, you yeah. know, massive 
you know, like, yes, I mean, massive amounts of people coming yes. in and out of our house. Well, listen, camera know, crews, yeah, sound I, guys, I, I, producers, friends, the crew, meals the we let exactly meals, everyone and their kids and everybody. Meals in your house were like banquet. It was like a banquet. There's yeah. it was like a hotel service all the time. Twenty-four <laughs> hour buffet. I know, you know right? I secretly think that you guys bought the SUVs actually to go back and forth from Costco to home. Not really. Oh, yeah, definitely. That, that was our shit. I know, right? I, I think we've had more fights at Sam's Club than anywhere else, to be honest. I remember one time we, we full-on, like, scrapped almost in the Sam's Club parking lot. Dakota's just like, okay, guys, uh, let's go. Everyone's staring. Come on, hurry up. I know. I know. I know, but you know, a Scorpio and a Gemini, and when they like kind of fight, it was, uh, you know, of course, you guys all knew the buttons to push on each other. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, we definitely yeah. did. It was like, Pink got you. Pink got I back. Know. I know, but when it was, it was very like that growing up. But when it, uh, you know, when it really mattered, you both stood up for each other, and that was. Really oh, for sure. Without a doubt. We definitely, we still do. I feel like we still are. You know, we're still those catty girls. Like we're we're protective over our our family. We're li we're lionesses. Yeah. You know, that's that's what we do. We we don't we don't take shit from everybody. It's right. just what we do. And a lot of people don't like us daughters because we're all very different. Right. We're all very different, but we're all very challenging, and they well, know that. You guys have very similar characteristics. Of and, course. Well, that comes from it. one. It comes yeah. from one queen, Miss yeah, Beth. Yeah, but my like, that's that's where we're connected, but we're all so different. But I, I, I also have to say that, you know, like your mom, uh, you know, your mom literally fought for everything she had. She yeah. literally fought for everything she had. And for everyone. Yeah, and, and for everyone. Like she was, like she'd stand up for herself and she'd stand up for other people, especially people that she loved and was in that right. circle, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and, and she always appreciated, like, she appreciated the dollar. She appreciated all kinds of stuff. And, like, she never let go of kind of where she came from, ever. And I and love she that. didn't let me forget that either. Yeah. That is one good trait that she instilled yeah. in me. I mean, I came from nothing. I was before the show yeah. um, where we were living with 12 kids in a three-bedroom house, I should right. say, off the highway. Um, right. So it's like I came from nothing with her and doing the beauty pageants was our way of living, you yeah. know, so she instilled all those things in me very young at a young age that we have to work to make money to live. Right. It's just, it is what it is. Right. And so I, that's like one of the, my favorite things that she definitely taught me was to like always be humble, always yeah. appreciate everything and to always try to give back. And I've definitely been doing a lot, a lot lately. Yeah. Well, listen, I've seen your presence, uh, you know, you've always meant a lot to a lot of people and, but, you know, I see what it is you do and other people see what it is you do too. And I think that a lot of people feel, uh, you know, like, I think everyone felt the most empathy for you and your situation. You know, you're seated in, you know, you're seated in Hawaii and, you know, your dad now lives in Colorado. And, and it wasn't like he didn't, but now he's, you know, remained there. And, right. you know, you do have Dakota and Lisa on island. 
but you know, it's hard to get over the things are just never going to be the same. Right. And it's really not. I mean, even with us, we're very distant. Um, sometimes I feel like we don't gather because we're still too, not emotional, but we're still a little lost in our own minds about the situation. And I feel like we're using this time to just kind of like rebuild ourselves before we start gathering again. Because right now I feel like it's too difficult. We're all still, we hold certain grudges towards each other over stupid little things. And that's a definite fact. Um, and I feel like that's a part of the reason why like we don't even really gather together anymore because, you know, we're going through a lot. Yeah. We lost someone and then boom, six months later, we're hit with this quarantine shit. Right. It was my right. language, but it, I mean, so it's just, we haven't really had time to really even process or to get over what's going on or to rebuild our lives together again. Right now we're so like, this is weird. It's never going to be the same, this and that. So that's why we're all like so off-putted, I feel like. I really agree with that analogy. And, you know, it wasn't like you just lost somebody. You actually lost the matriarch. The one. Yeah. The one. The one that guided everything. And so everyone's relation was very much the hub of everything. So everyone was really plugged into her. And, you know, yeah, we had to run everything past Beth. Everything. like Everything. 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 would pay the price for it. Oh, yeah. If we didn't, oh, we were in trouble. We already knew it. We were breaking okay. the law. We were breaking oh, the bet law. Listen, yeah. I mean, I learned that like way, way back. And then then I figured out that that was like one of those things that that was how you built trust with her is that right. every you ran everything through her. And it wasn't that, uh, you know, um, it just, your life was just much better. And so you brought up a really good point because I, I believe that. And I believe that, you know, like you, Dakota, Lisa, and everybody, like you've never had a relationship without that hub. And now right. without that hub, you're gonna have to establish that. But you know, everyone views it a little bit differently and everyone grieves. Of, of course, so, of course. Know, it's gonna just be fun, you know. And, yeah. and you know, and I think that you you I think that you had the biggest struggle. I think you yeah. had, you had the largest challenges. And, you know, and I'll definitely admit that. I mean, honestly, I did. Um, my whole life was her. And to not have it anymore, you know, I, I didn't just lose a mom. I lost, I lost my house. I, I lost my job. Um, most times I felt like I lost my family. Um, you know, up in, I want to say the first six months were the most absolute excruciating. The first couple months I was able to pretend, um, you know, we had to go on. We had to set up the funeral here. We had to do the funeral there. And I felt like I was so busy doing that. Thankfully, though, honestly, I'm glad that it didn't start any sooner. But um, so after the first couple months, when I got back home and when I got moved into a new place where it was just me and Matt, that was where I had the most time alone. And that's where it like really sank in. And it just reminded me every day up until I, I finally decided to go work at Macy's just because my mom and I loved Macy's so much. And because we shopped there so much, I was like, I'm going to apply for Macy's. Fuck yeah, I don't care. I'll go work in the back in the warehouse so no one sees me, whatever. You know, I did whatever I could just to like get myself 
back into the real world. Right. And then when we get shut down again. So I was like, ah, yeah, right back. <laughs> I know. And it's just not been, it's just not been easy. And, uh, you know, like it was especially hard for you. And, uh, and I don't think a lot of people truly understand, but you actually lived there in a house on the same property. It wasn't in the house, but it was a little, uh, a little in-law in unit that was attached to the property. And literally your life was her. It was, you know, making sure she had everything she needed and then running the businesses. And, you know, you worked a long time at uh, the bounty stores and you- Oh yeah, I ran, I ran all, all three. Those. Yep, yep. You I did ran all an three. international marketplace, Coca yep. Marina and um, the downtown by the office. And that was also, tough. And you also did the Denver one and you did all of the yep. inventory and all of that. I know yep. Andy Melinda helped. Shipping, yep, yep. all of it. Yeah. And I mean, that was, that was a lot. I mean, you got a bird's eye view of, of all of that retail stuff at a very, very early age. And, you know, you I'm were thankful. Strapping kid. Oh yeah. Listen, I never worried about you at all. And I knew that, uh, I knew that the only time that you'd ever call me in is if, you know, there was something, you know, kind of major that needed to go on or whatever, but, or happen, but you, I never worried about you. Never, 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 never. And, you know, she'd take you on the road with her. You did all the, you know, every time we did an event, you would did, you know, you'd uh, bring all the t-shirts and, and dealt with all that stuff too. And, that. and so when she passed and we knew that she was going to pass, uh, I don't think you can ever adequately uh, prepare somebody for, this is what your life's going to look like. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's no way of painting that picture. No, none. And nobody wanted to paint that picture. No, you didn't no. want it to happen, you know? Absolutely. And, that, and so when, you know, you not only, you had some very catastrophic things happen, you lost your mother, you know, your dad moved to Colorado, you had to get a new place. So everything, everything that you knew, you now no longer knew. Right. And that's tough. That's really yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's been a lot, thank God, it's been a lot easier. I've been able to cope with my emotions a lot easier now. Um, you know, if I feel like I'm going to cry or if I feel like I'm having an off day, I do it. I, I give myself those times to let myself be that way yeah. because it is what it is. You know, that's yeah. still my mom and she's never coming back and I have to accept that. And right. The only thing I can do now is just make her proud. And, you know, this for Beth line is probably one of the most coolest things I've ever done in my life. And, and it's not for myself. And I find that to be as beautiful as ever because, um, you know, I want to succeed. Oh, uh, listen, and I have no doubt that you will. Uh, I have no doubt that you will. I have like the most hope for you, sweetheart. I really do. So tell everybody how the For Beth thing even, even came up. <laughs> um, so the For Beth line came up. Uh, Bobby Fisher, she runs the One Love, One Tribe. Mm -hmm. And she, she had asked me, you know, hey, Sess, you know, I... Me and your mom, we're about to launch this line. I don't know if you're interested, but I wanted to run it by you because I felt that you would be the most appropriate to be involved and to run this uh, the for Beth line. Mm -hmm. And so I basically, I jumped up and down, you know, this was last August. Yeah. So we've been in business for a year. Yeah. And I, honestly, last August, I was in such a weird place 
that I immediately just said yes, just because I knew it was going to be good for me, even though I was a little saddened at that moment, but I knew that that would be like a breaking point, a, a, a way of me getting out of my rut and for me to like be motivated again and to want to do this. And so, and I mean, I love Bobby Fisher. Hi. 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 How are you, you love? Miley, right? Of course I do. Ooh, purple hair. I know, right? Girl, you better be looking like a mermaid. Right? She's on She's on uh, quarantine school right now, so that's what Oh, she's really? Homeschool? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, sweetie. Okay. All right, get back to school. Bye, love. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. And so you're supposed might... to be making her cookies and shit. I know. That's like, <laughs> it's in the next hour. So go ahead, finish what you're saying. So, um... So yeah, like I was saying, you know, the, the for Beth, uh, it couldn't have come at a better time for me. And we're still doing really good. Um, of course, the quarantine kind of messed that up. Uh, so we're, we're setting up our, our calendars for the 2021. And hopefully we're going to do a bunch of meet and greets. Perfect. Uh, I'll have that all posted up soon. Um, but we're working on it. So that way it's in January and on. And so how can people get, because the meet and greet thing actually was like a smash hit, like every place that yeah. you went, like I would get messages, where's Cecily, where's Cecily, we want Cecily, we want, you know, and it was like really something. And, those, and it was, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, that, yeah, the, that very simple line that you did that for the four Beth you know, the hats, and I know that you guys have the masks now. I don't think it says for Beth, but the t-shirts, a mask. No, they do. Oh, they do? Oh, there you go. Yep. No, how about the masks, though? Do the masks say? Oh, yeah. Uh, they do not, but they're really cute. Yeah. Um, I have this one. Oh. With the navy, and it matches the boy one, so you guys can do a his and hers, which oh. I love, because I've always yeah. wanted to do that. And this one is the CBD. Uh, she was a very big user of the CBD before she passed. Yeah. Um, and then I have this one. It has little cute pink hearts. Oh, that's so cute. Hearts. And then this also has the diamonds on the other side. Oh, that's so cute. So, and I, I have beanies, I have shirts, I have all kinds of stuff. Right now, uh, due to the whole COVID thing, she sent me over um, all the hats and the t-shirts and whatnot. So I've just been selling out of my Instagram. Um, I, it's at Cecily number four, Beth. Um, and that's on Instagram. You can just DM. That's me. And I'm actually running that site. But Perfect. please, if it, it's only for ordering. Um, I did this because my real Instagram is obviously, you know, filled with everyone. So I just wanted to give a chance for people to actually want to, to order the For Beth stuff to have a place where they can immediately DM me. And I'm super quick with them. Yeah. And I take care of and I noticed that you are actually super quick with that. When people DM you, you get it, you get it out. Oh, yeah, right out away. Quick. Yeah, it yeah. hits my phone, bing. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. got it. Yeah, which is great. And I just, I love the simplicity of the whole, you know, all the t-shirts and it's just. Well, it, and then I'm with a good brand, you know, One Love, yeah. One Tribe. She's a very sweet lady. Um, you know, her and my mom were pretty close. They, they were close. Um, they lived next to each other, sort of, a little bit, a few years back, and um, they would always run into each other on hikes and whatnot, and so they were like a, a secret friendship that no one never yeah. really knew about, and um, I didn't even know about the line. I mean, me and my mom were best friends, and I didn't even know that she was going to do this, so uh, when she came to me, I was 
really excited actually because I was I was excited for my mom. I was like, wow, you were about to do this? Like, oh my gosh, like how do I make this happen? You know, she um, had she had like she Bobby had made her like a whole like yeah like a whole rack of clothes. Oh yes. Like, yeah. My mom wore it everywhere. I yeah. mean I'm wearing it right now actually. Yeah. Uh this this uh lacy one is is one love one tribe. And if you want any of the One Love, One Tribe stuff, uh, you can go to onelovonetribe.com. Just throwing that out there. Love you, Bobby. Yeah, um, we both love you, Bobby. Love you, Bobby. Um, love you, Bobby. So I know she's going to be watching this. But, um, you know, so I'm honestly, it's, 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 it's a good thing for me. And I'm, and I'm really excited. And I want to get out there. And I want to meet all of the fans that, yeah. you know, they, a lot of people want to talk to me. And I yeah. know that. Yeah. They really do. And I know that. And I'm trying to get out there. And I'm, I'm working on it. I'm it's rolling my oar to get to shore, guy. Yeah, I know. I'm coming. I know. I'm coming. Well, listen, it's been tough. You know, not only have we had COVID to deal with, but, yeah. you know, it's like being, you know, you know, I was talking to your sister a couple days ago about, you know, Hawaii's pretty isolated. You know, it's five hours to the nearest shore. So right. it's not like it's exactly around the corner, you know what I mean? And so, but, you know, getting back to One Love, One Tribe, you know, Bobby has been a huge support system for you. Definitely. And, and her, her, the quality of her clothes, I, I know that, you know, for some, it may appear to be, you know, a, a little more on the higher end, but that stuff is like such high quality. And really, when you buy something from One Love, One Tribe, I mean, you get like literally Bobby's heart in the whole production and it is a big production that makes oh, all yes. the work. She designs all of this. She designs everything. She prints everything. She goes to the mm -hmm. sewing lady. I mean, she's like, she took me around and showed me our process and how everything is done. And, you know, even if it's a little pricey, you guys, like we definitely care about what we're giving you. We want it to be good quality nothing made in china we're we're not about that um her dad was a um he was a vet and so she always tells me all the time she's like i could my dad would kill me i have to have everything american made so but i like that because it gives us americans a, a chance to have jobs and no one's getting ripped off over our stuff um and you know and yes she's very hands-on she's a hands-on yes. and let me tell you this material is made from recycled water bottles yeah so it's like you know it's super eco-friendly and i just yeah. that's one thing that i really love about her is that everything is just made with love and it's not you know we're trying to help the world not damage it Right. And she, her, she just has the best heart, you know, yeah. she pays people, you know, we're not talking about sweatshop stuff. We're talking no. about real people with real jobs that she pays. And, you know, yes. and so, and our people are great. And I love you guys so uh, much. I you guys worked so hard for us to sew everything up. And I mean, they, they did an amazing job with the mask. I mean, they, yeah. we, we jumped on the mask thing like yeah. immediately. I think we had our masks in May. So May, oh, yeah. we were already done, ready to oh, go. Yeah. About. Oh yeah, so. I think it, I think it's great, and that and so th when you do the meet and greets, you will be doing those with One Love One Tribe, correct? Yes. So I will be doing um, the meet and greets with One Love One Tribe. So she'll have a lot of her stuff with her as well, um, and I know all you lovely ladies like that stuff. Um, I know you do. Yeah. Um, I've run into way too many of you to not know. All right. Um, and I also will be doing. Um, 
I, I actually have something special that I'm going to be doing um, at, each, at each meet and greet. I'm going to be um, giving away uh, three of my mom's collective bindis. So I found another box of her bindis. Um, she used to wear these on her eyes with her eye makeup. I should be wearing them right now, but I forgot. Um, but they're really super cute and they're really fun. And so I want to do a little giveaway. So if you guys do come to the meet and greets, um, we'll have like a little, uh, like a little, you know, where we stir the pot, take the number, whatever yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. We we're going to get, I'm going to give away three yeah. and only at the meet and greets. I've decided, you know, I've kind of thought about this for a while. I was going to start um, selling the bindies, but I don't think I'm going to do that. I think it'll be just a meet and greet kind of thing. So on the meet and greets, I'm only going to have uh, things with me that you can only buy from me. I love so that. I love that. That'll be a fun way to kind of see exactly all my people. I want all my people to see me. I mean, I know all of you guys are dying to, you know, even if it's just like wanting to say their condolences to me. Um, I've gotten so many messages and it's just been so over flooding that I don't want to do that. I'd rather just meet you guys in person. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Well, I think the connection, like, you know, and I've yes. talked about this a lot, you know, your mom, even though she was in people's living room, they felt like she parked it at the it was right there. table. Yeah. And, you know, I, and I, I've gotten a fair amount of that and you've gotten a lot of that and, you know, your family has gotten a lot of that too. And, you know, I think everyone is still, you know, kind of hurting a little bit and there's some of, of course. I mean, there's, than, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the whole thing is I feel like they're still mourning and um, I feel like they're going to have a sense of relief when they see me and I give them their, that hug that, yeah that they've been yearning for um yeah. you know a lot of these people are just still so devastated about it i mean you're telling me i mean i that was one of my hugest like heart-wrenching feelings was that morning in the hospital like holy shit how am i going to tell the world this um so you know for me to be able to give back and to at least meet you guys and see you and talk to you and tell you everything's okay yeah. and we're okay and it'll be all right. And she's and, always there. And plus they get to tell you, you know, right. in this whole journey has been a very healing experience, you know, knowing how loved she was. And then, you know, having people say, you know, my heart hurts and I, and it hurts for you, you know, and yeah. it's been, you know, it's almost like we all get to kind of heal together. I'm gonna yeah. switch gears just a little bit. Uh, tell me, what was your funniest memory of your mom? Funniest. Oh, man, there's so many. Um, honestly, you know, the, the first thing that comes to my mind is a lot of the times when um, we were by ourselves, of course, and we'd be in the car driving or something. She'll, like, go off about something, and I'm like, Mom, da 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 and it's like the total opposite. And then she looks at me and she does that like, I'm like, she does this like, shit, I was wrong. And only I got to see that. So there is like this time where she like was like, dang it. Yeah. I really do that. Yeah. And then she's like, all right, we got to fix this. And I'm like, okay. So a lot of the times where my favorites were when I got to see her, yeah. when I got to see her real side and like where, right. Nobody else got to see. You got to see Alice. Alice. You got to see Alice and not Beth. Yes. Yeah, yes. Mama Alice. Yeah. Yes, Mama Alice. Mama Alice. And, and that she was... flew my 
most favorite CD out the window and then looks over at me like, and I'm like, did you just do that? She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, you're not. You did it on purpose. Because you know, back in the day when we had to lick them and like uh, do that thing and then she'd take it out the window to drag, oh my God. I was so mad at her. I was so mad at her. Oh my God, that's funny. Yeah, I, I miss her laughter. She, yeah. I missed her laughter a lot. I, do, do you hear her words in your head? All the time. Yeah. I hear her. I see her. I smell her. Yeah. Um, I wear her perfume every day just so I get to smell her more. I use the same kind of downy. I use the same soaps. I use, um, I have a picture of her almost everywhere in my bathroom, in my kitchen. Um, I have some of her paintings. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I miss her a lot. Yeah. And the only thing I do is I just kind of fill enough stuff. You know, I did have to downsize a lot when I just moved uh, recently. So I'm feeling a lot better. Um, I don't get to see uh, some of the things like, um, thank, thank God for our good friend, Mary. You know, Mary? Yeah. Uh, yes, her. the good wolf. The yeah, good wolf. Mary the good wolf. She, uh, she did an amazing favor for me. And she took, um, she took my mom's credenza which had all of her precious moments and um, okay. she took it for me for a while just to and and honestly I think staring at that credenza was hard something that I couldn't really break like I couldn't really uh, get over it and when I moved and now that I don't have it I feel like um, like my demon is gone you know okay. it, it reminded me of a demon because most of those precious moments in there were given by me Bonnie and Gary for Mother's Days and Christmases and just random occasions. And she has like every freaking precious moment there is. I mean, there's mermaids and there's yeah. the Mickey Mouse edition. We have a Broncos one with two kids. I mean, we, I feel like that was just such a, a weird burden to me. And I feel like that was too much. I think look there may be a time that you can revisit that. Oh, for sure. I mean, when I get a house, yeah, it's I not mean, staring at me every single day oh, yeah. all day long. Oh, that would be, you know, ideal. But for yeah. now, I'm just kind of happy to kind of let that go. And I feel like when I let that go, I felt like I let go of a lot of pain. I, I agree. I think, you know, when, when we were together, when we were packing up the house, the, one of the hard things was what do we do with this? And what do we do with that? And what, cause your mom was a collector. She had a lot of stuff and a lot of people gave her a lot of stuff, you know, throughout yeah. the years. And, you know, we're talking hundreds of walking sticks and dream catchers and just like, yes. but it was all the stuff that was like super important to her was in that curio cabinet, you know? Exactly. And they, like we, and as I'm wrapping it, I'm thinking, you know, it's like one of those things that you have to keep, but what do you do with it? What, what right. do you and we didn't even really know where you were going to land at that moment. But I'm, right. I'm glad that that uh, is, I'm glad that it's <coughs> a source of memory. And I'm also glad that now that it's not there, it's a little bit of a source of relief. There will be a time you can visit that. Oh, for sure. Wow. For sure. And I'm, you know, it's day by day with me. You know, it's yeah. one day I'm super good. And yeah. Some days I'm super not. But the, the other thing is, is that you're around all those triggers. You know, yes. You're yes. So as long as I took away the triggers, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, if you look behind me, um, this is all of her. So, um, you know, just looking at that, I'm okay with though. Cause I grew up with it. 
that was my bed forever when I was a teenager. LOL. I still have my teenager bed. I'm not funny. Just to throw that out there. Um, you know, after I got rid of a lot of those triggers, I'm glad that you said that because it, it is, they were, they yeah. were triggers to me. And yeah. as soon as I got rid of all that baggage, I feel like I've, I gotten to start like living a new life and yeah. try to kind of build again, you know? And of course, oh. yes, I, I, I want all of it and I still keep it and I have everything. It's just in a better place for now. But yours for my sane. Yeah. For my sanity. Yours was more intense because it's like driving down this road, walking on this hiking trail, going to this nail salon, going to this mall. Like there's so many memories and so much that like literally I can see how you are overwhelmed and how how you could have been overwhelmed for such a long time because it's like in your face there ain't no getting off that island you know and that's I mean? funny that you're bringing that up because um you know what that's actually a really good question that people have been asking me is how do i um how do i still live here when you know my sister bonnie poor thing um her and my dad they don't they don't like it here because it reminds them too much of her yeah and for me if I left, it'd be like I'd be leaving her behind. Yeah. So there's just different meanings, I feel like. And this is, this is what she brought me to. You know, she, we had a bad life in Colorado when I was a kid. So yeah. she brought me here yeah. for so a better life. It doesn't have and that's just the way I look at it. Yeah. That's how I feel. It's funny when, uh, when right after she passed, I was so, I was so distraught it was very hard for me to even concentrate, even though we knew that it was going to happen. And when I, I left, I left right before the paddle out. And uh, I, I just, I could never get over the fact that I felt like I, I, I left her. I left her behind. And it was really tough. It was very, very hard. And uh, yeah, I mean, we all grapple with it in, in our own way. I think it takes a lot of courage and a lot of tenacity for you. Listen, you could have left at any time. You have places. I, to I really could have. And, and to be completely honest, um, you know, still to this day, going to the post office and people recognizing me right off the bat. Um, I think I was, I was at a Safeway the other day, but it was right next to the office, of course. But she recognized me right away. And, you know, a lot of those... Um, I feel like I'd be running from something if I didn't face these people because they, they have a right to give their condolence because they feel what we felt. They were, they knew Beth. everybody on this Island knew who Beth Chapman was. Yes, they hated her or loved her. It didn't matter. Everybody knew her. Everybody was in a different place when she did pass. So, you know, I feel like I'm obligated to face them and I, and I can, and I'm fine with it. Yeah. I mean, that's the Aloha spirit too. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like Lisa was said the other day, she goes, we could shit talk all day and then tomorrow I love you. And that's kind of how it was with her. You know, you, yeah. you know, your mom made a lot of friends and there's a lot of people that didn't understand her or they right. did understand her and they didn't like what, it, what she said or whatever. But right. at the end of the day, when she passed, you know, everyone. People like, thought different. Like exactly. We stood out, so. out in the driveway and that uh, guy from Hawaii News Now said, you know, the island lost a queen. And I just turned my head a little bit because it was true. The island did lose a queen. I, I looked straight down because I knew it yeah. was true. Yeah. And it was, I, like, like I said earlier, you know, like that was, 
the hardest thing for me to do. The yeah. second hardest thing uh, was having to face the world and yeah. saying that she had passed. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I absolutely agree. Um, tell me, uh, what is what was your mom's best advice? Mm. This is a tricky one because there's so many. Oh. There's so many like day to day things that I do that remind me of her. Like, um, you know, she always said it has nothing to do with me, but she would always say to Gary Boy, um, Dakota, any any boy in the house, a girl likes when a man smells good. And so that sticks with me a lot a lot because smells are everything to me. Maddie tells me, it's like, you're the most sensitive nose I've ever met. And I'm like, you haven't met my mom then. Because <laughs> she was the reason why. I'm like, that's what happened. She passed away and she gave it to me. So now oh. it's like everything and everywhere. I'm like, I have to smell something good. Yeah. So that stuck with me, that's the exactly. boys smell good thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, gosh, I mean, just like everything, making my bed every day. How about cooking? There's, there's just so many things, cooking and um, just, there's so much advice. It's, it's like endless. And I, sometimes I don't know what to do with how much knowledge she did give me. And it's like, I try to like spread it out. So that way I actually do what she actually told me to do. Too many things for me to actually do. Well, it's not all going to happen in one day, but it is going to come, you know, it is going to come. Right. Gradually. Well, listen, baby, as we wrap it up, tell me, what, what do you want everyone to know? Um, I want everybody to know that I'm doing good and that I love them. And I'm hopefully getting on the road soon and I get to see you and meet you and hug you and love you and That's give you that sense of comfort. And, you know, I'm excited to, I'm excited to get on the road again. Yeah. Will you be having any new merchandise or are you still contemplating that or? Um, yes, we're actually working okay. on a couple of things right now. Okay. Um, but no one will know about it until we go on the meet and greet. Gotcha. So um, I think that'll probably be our release is 2021 January. Okay. So everybody stay tuned for that. Um, yeah. Like exactly. I said, um, but you know, I'm not too sure if I'm going to do any more of the uh, certain for Beth things. So I just want to point out real quick. Um, this shirt might not go again. Oh, okay. It's a lot of people's favorite. The back says Honolulu, has a little love one, love one, one try mm -hmm. on the sides. Um, okay. So there is going to be a couple things that I'm not going to remake again. Um, so, you know, I want to kind of do it in a way where it's always new. It's yeah, always new. Fresh. And that's the stuff that your mom taught you in all those stores, and it was true. You know, there was like yeah. some staples that she would keep, but no, nah, she kept it fresh. She absolutely right. You gotta keep your stuff new. Exactly. You gotta keep going. You gotta keep making new stuff. So, well, but a lot of our factories closed. So yeah, I know, wait, guys. That's I'm sorry for the wait. It's killing me too. Well, I know that I speak for you know literally hundreds of thousands of people that uh, you know they wish only the best for you, and you know. We're gonna, you know, me and you are kind of connected at the hip for a while. Yeah. So, uh, oh yeah. We ain't I know. going anywhere. Yeah, I'm exactly. not going anywhere. You ain't going anywhere. Uh, so exactly. we're stuck. Exactly. 
So I love you very much, sweetheart. Thank you, you so much for taking the time to kind of bring everyone up to date. Remember that you can find um, Cecily right on Instagram. That's, she spends more time there than on Facebook or anything else. You don't have a Facebook anymore, do you? Uh, I just opened up a new one, but not for anybody. So I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Instagram is where But is. Instagram is where I'm at. Instagram and, and, and Twitter. And, and it's, uh, it's uh, Cecily, Cecily for Easy. Oh, yeah. Cecily, yes. Cecily for Beth to order. And yes, then yes. just if you want to keep up with me or whatever, it's Cecily Beasy. B-E-E-Z-E-E. -E -E. Perfect, perfect. All right. All right. Well, I love you so funny. much. Thank you so much for having me on your so podcast. welcome. Thank you, sweetheart. I Savage love you words. So I know, right? Thank you, everybody. Savage Words Podcast. Catch you later. Bye.